0: Coming up on the eight-man portion of the week four pregame show, we go over all the scores and schedules of eight-man football, plus we preview this week's state championship rematch between Southwest Livingston and Mound City, and David Albertson and myself break down all the biggest games of eight-man football. That and so much more here on the Cliff Notes Podcast, week four pregame show. Welcome everybody to the eight-man portion of the pregame show here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. I'm your host, Clifton Grooms. Let's not waste any time. Let's run down some scores in eight-man football. Donovan West was able to defeat Bishop LeBlanc 68 to 32. North Andrew earned our team of the week by their performance last week over Pattonsburg. That score was 74 to 38. Stanberry over King City 44 to 20. Mount City 40. Albany 18. Worth County just all over Schuyler County from the start. 60 to nothing was the final. Southwest Livingston 70, DeKalb 22, Northwest Nottoway over Platte Valley 38-26, and Rockport over Stewardsville 72-26. When we get back from our 30-second break, we'll go over the eight-man football poll and we'll preview this week's big matchup between Mount City and Southwest Livingston. And we're back here on the week four pregame show. Let's go over the eight-man football poll for week four before we get into our big matchups. Sitting at the top spot is Mound City with seven votes at the top. North Shelby got one vote at the top. They're number two in the poll. Southwest Livingston is third. North Andrew, fourth. Fifth is Stanberry. Sixth is Drexel. Seventh is Archie. Eighth is South Holt, Nottoway Holt. Ninth is Patentsburg, And then t- coming in at number 10 is Jasper. Others receiving votes are Worth County with seven and Albany with four. Let's get into the meat and potatoes of this uh, portion. We got Mound City and Southwest Livingston this week. Both teams are 3-0 in the season. Both teams last season split their series. Livingston won the regular season game 54-38. Mount City was actually missing some pieces in that game, but Livingston was able to get the job done. But Mound City came back and won what was most important in the state championship game. That score was 82-46. We actually got a chance to talk with both coaches. We're gonna kick it off with Coach Stanford from Mount City. His interview starts right now. And we're back here on the Cliff Notes Podcast, Week Four Pregame Show. We got a huge game between Mount City and Southwest Livingston this week. We got Panther head coach Taylor Stanford with us. How you doing, Coach? Good. Thanks for having me on. Oh, it's always a pleasure, Coach. Um, last week, um, big win against Albany. Um, Talk about your team's performance in that ballgame. Uh, yeah. Um, first
1: off, I want to give Albany a lot of credit. They're a good football team. Um, they they came out, they were physical, and they did a lot of stuff well in that game. Um, our guys, uh, you know, we started off pretty quick there in the first quarter with two quick scores, uh, and then then we kind of plateaued there for a little bit. Um, we weren't as sound on our blocks, uh, weren't following our keys defensively. Um, but then, you know, as the game wore on, we got better with it. Um, so I was glad to see our guys really respond in that, that way and find a way to get that win on Friday night.
0: Well, this week coach, um, you're on the road this week to Ludlow. It's a rematch of the 2019 state championship game. Um, Coach, talk about the 2020 version of the Wildcats and um, what you've seen from them so far.
1: So, so far with them, um, you know, that they, they've got that quarterback in there. Um, he's done a great job for them, um, getting the ball to the receivers, um, and especially Chase, Chase Neptune. Uh, we're going to have to be really, really good and sound with him, uh, make sure we're limiting the balls that he catches um and making sure that we're we're just there to make the tackle. Uh because a lot of times he they just get him the ball and get him in space and he makes a guy miss and you make one guy miss an eight man you're you're running for a big gain. Um so we gotta make sure that we're sound in tackling this week. Um you know defensively they've always been good defensively. Um you know last year, this year they run to the ball well. Um so we have to make sure that we're securing the football. We're not fumbling the ball, um, not giving them extra possessions. And then um, just, I just know that they're going to be hungry um, after, you know, the state championship game last year. I mean, they're this is their chance for revenge. Um, so as you said, it is that rematch. So both of these teams are going to, I mean, we got to be on our best game going into that game.
0: Well, coach, it's going to be a huge, uh, it's going to be a huge ball game. Um, I want to thank you so much for coming on this week. Um, it is our eight man football game of the week here on the Cliff podcast, Mount City at Southwest Livingston. Um, coach, thank you so much for joining the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me on and all you do for these kids. And that was Mount City head coach Taylor Stanford with us. As we said, we got a chance to catch up with both coaches this is a time we're going to hear from Coach Oren Magruder from Southwest Livingston. He talks about his side of the Mound City matchup, and we go over their matchup last week against the Cab. Here's Coach Magruder right now. And we're continuing our preview of the big Mound City Southwest Livingston game this week. We got Wildcat Head Coach Oren Magruder back with us. Coach, how are you doing?
2: Pretty good, Clifton. How are you?
0: Oh, I'm doing great. Just getting ready for another big week of football, Coach. Coach, a hey, um, – a 70-22 win over DeKalb last week. Coach, just give an overall analysis of your team's performance that game.
2: Well, um, you know, we kind of got the ball first, went down, scored, and turned right around and let them score. Uh, I think it was like fourth and long. Um, you know, I know you see the score and a lot of people would be happy with that, but um, I don't know that we took that game as seriously as we should have, you know. Um, some of that may have been, you know, two weeks of ranked teams and uh, played two games in five days. And it's just hard for, um, you know, to get kids up for a game against an 0-2 team after that kind of schedule. But um, I think we need to be more consistent with our approach and uh, how we attack things. You know, one of the things I told the kid after the game is we can't play, you know, down to our competition's record or whatever it is. You know, we need to constantly prepare um, to Southwest standards, and that has to be super high. And um, I think the kids all pretty much agreed with me. And, um, you know, going forward, we just need to be more consistent. But um, we did some things well. Um, I thought we really spread out the ball more compared to the previous weeks. You know, it was a pretty heavy chase Neptune in the past game. And this week, pretty much everybody got involved. I think we had six passing touchdowns and four different people caught touchdowns, uh, had a couple running touchdowns. So we really just kind of spread the love out a little bit more this week. Well, coach. I mean, you guys are three and zero. Um, you guys have a huge game coming up.
0: It's a rematch of last year's um eight man state championship game against Mound City. What's the um? What have you seen from this year's Panther team, and what what are you expecting going into the game on Friday?
2: Well, unfortunately, they're still really really good. <laughs> you know, that's a uh, one thing you expect from Mound City is they're always going to have uh, good athletes and be well coached and. You know, watching on film, you got to find a way to stop Papa. I mean, first and foremost, that kid is so athletic and talented, and he's he's just a really, really good football player. Plays with good instincts at the linebacker position, um, very fast. We you know when he's got the ball in his hands, but uh, really tough and physical too. So it starts with him. But uh, one area that you know, I feel like they're better in this year than they were last year is their passing game with the Osborne kid at quarterback. I feel like. Um, you know, they got a tight end number seven. I'm I'm blanking on his name right now, but he's a really Will Young, he's a really good tight end too, very athletic and so, you know, they they can be a little more balanced if they choose to. And, you know, first and foremost you have to be able to stop the run. But I feel like this year if you can slow down the run, you know, they can still beat you in the air. Where last year they were gonna pound it, you know, no matter what. So um we just gotta be prepared and everybody's got, you know, stick to their assignments and not try to do somebody else's job. Well, I think it's going to be a really good football game on Friday
0: night. Um, Don't forget, uh, Mountain City against Southwest Livingston this Friday night. It's our Cliff Notes podcast, um, 8-Man Football Game of the Week. Coach, thank you so much for joining the podcast, and um, good luck to you and your kids this week.
2: Thank you for your coverage, Clifton.
0: And that was Wildcat Head Coach Or Magruder with us. Let's run down the rest of the 8-Man Football action for this Friday night. It's South Nottaway Holt against Platte Valley. Knights are 1-1 one one on the season. They were supposed to play East Atchison last week, but due to COVID-19 issues on the East Atchison side, that game actually got lost. Platte Valley is 1-2 on the season, coming off their loss to Northwest Nottaway in Week 3. DeCab is at East Atchison this week. Wolves are 1-1 one one on the season. As we mentioned, they had their COVID-19 issues. They will be missing a couple of starters this week because of that. And they'll be taken on to Cab, who is 0 3 on the season so far. Northwest Nottaway is at Rockport. Muskets are 1 2 on the season, while the Blue Jays of Rockport are 2 1. North Andrew is at Stewartsville. Cardinals 3 0. That big win against Pattonsburg last week. Wildcards are 1 2 on the season. Pattonsburg is at King City. In an interesting GRC matchup, Panthers are 2 1 on the season, Wildcats are 1 2. But they've played good teams in North Andrew and in Stanbury over the last couple of weeks. So that's a pretty good test for King City. And then Worth County in Albany, we talked about them as far as the 8-man football poll. Both those teams are on the outside looking in. I would almost bet that probably the winner of this matchup probably gets back into the poll next week. And then it was scheduled to be Stanbury against Osceola. That game actually got canceled due to a member of the Indian team testing positive for COVID-19. Now, we're going to leave off this segment here as we always do. Usually, we like to have Devin Albertson and Anthony Crane with us. But this week, we just get Devin Albertson. We recap week three. We talk about the eight-man football poll a little bit. And we preview this week's Mount City and Southwest Livingston game. And so much more. Our conversation with Devin begins right now. And we're here on the week four pregame show. We got my man, Devin Albertson, here to talk about some eight-man football. Devin, how are you doing?
3: I'm doing great. I hope you're having a good day as well.
0: Oh, great day. Beautiful day. Um, Devin, um, week three, anything interesting um, stick out to you?
3: Uh, for me, the, it's going to be the game that I go to. First of all, here, it's going to be number one, Mound City at number three, Southwest Livingston. Rematched the state championship game last year. They split their meetings last year. Livingston won the regular season game at Mound City. Mound City was down a couple of guys due to suspension that game, but Southwest went in there and took care of business. They met again, the state championship game, a different story. Mound City won that game. so. This should be very interesting, and Southwest is a team that's had a very tough schedule to start the year, beating East Ashton and South Holt and Nolly Holt in the first two games of the year before beating DeKalb last week. So Livingston is a very good team. I didn't know they were going to be this good after losing their best player to graduation last year, Mack Anderson, who was an absolute stud for them. So I was kind of down on them to start the year, uh, but they've kind of made me look, uh, beat my words a little bit here early in the year. I was actually picked against them the first two weeks, and they came out and dominated both those games. And... Coach magruder has been great over there, uh, giving me a hard time for picking against them a little bit. Uh, and then Mouncy, on the other hand, their first two games against Flat Valley and Stewartville Osborne went kind of like they usually do in those games. They won them by combined 1-2-0. And then last week they played a good, a good Albany team, won 40-18 and had their first true test of the year. And this is their biggest game of the season, I think. This game, I think, the winner of this game, will win the 275 conference title, in my opinion. So it's huge for that. It's huge for both these teams. Um, I think this can be a great game over in Ludlow, and I can't wait to see these two teams go at it.
0: Well, I think another matchup that uh, we want to talk about um, these um, when you talk about the eight-man football pool. These are um, two teams that are on the outside looking in, kind of um, Worth County and Albany. Um, Worth County won two straight after losing their opener. Albany had a um, had a tough couple of weeks with Stanbury and uh, Mountain City. Talk about how that matchup breaks down.
3: Um, again, Albany, they're a team I'll hire on. I actually have them in my poll. I'm a voter in that media poll. and I have them at number nine in my rankings. I still think Albany is very good. Another 0-2 on the year. And, but those two losses are both quality losses. They lost at home to Stanbury by four in week two and lost last week to Mount Mountain City. Those are two top five losses to start the year, and they're competitive in both games. That's, a, that's worth something in my book. And I think if they would have that week one game versus OCO, the team down south, I think Albany would have won that game. And you look at Worth County; they got wins the last couple of weeks over Skyler and Donovan West uh, for their Week One loss to Southland Valley Holt. I still think Worth County is a good team. They still seem a little discombobulated to me, just a little bit, um, and they're still missing their quarterback. He won't be back till Week Six or Seven, so this isn't is the same Worth County team you're going to see later in the year when they get that they're more towards full strength. And I just think Albany is just a little bit too good for them right now. I think Albany wins this game. But I think it's been a heck of a football game. And the GRC, man, every week it's there's one or two big matchups every single week, and it's really fun to watch.
0: Um, uh, Devin, is there any other matchups um besides those two that really stick out to you this week, or could be more interesting than um people that then meets the eye?
3: Um, that game for me will be Pattonsburg King City. Pattonsburg is still number nine in the in the media poll. King City one and two on the air with losses to North Andrew and Stanbury and the VD Cab. Uh, King City plays a lot like what North Andrew and Stanbury play like. They're a physical, downhill running football team with Parker Muffet running back. He's, I think, at least in rushing right now. And Pattonsburg, it's Noah Pattensburg. They want to sling the ball around the yard a little bit. They should be getting their set number two receiver back this week in Brett Emick, so they should be almost back to full strength again. Uh, it's kind of like last week with Pattonsburg. Can they withstand the physicality of the team they're playing, and will their speed overcome that a little bit? I think this week It will versus the King City team it's not as talented as, say, North Andrew or Stanbury, but plays a similar style. So I think it's a really good under-the-radar matchup there in Patton'sburg and King City. And then a little bit down south, there's two games that are really interesting with Archie hosting Jasper at the top ten matchup there, and then Rich Hill and Drexel are matched up two down there in the Weibo Conference. Two games that I think are really important for how things kind of go down south for their district standing and stuff like that that haven't been announced yet, but they're most likely to be in the same district. And Archie and Jasper, I think it's going to be a great game down there. Might actually be the best game of the week. Um, we look back at the very end and say, hey, that game was a one-score game in the fourth quarter. That was a great game to watch back and forth. That's a couple of teams that are a little bit farther outside. Um, our listeners sure up here in the northwest part of the state, but two really good teams down
2: south.
0: Well, Devin, I didn't get a chance really to recap any of last week. Um, were you shocked? Any um, One thing that really stuck out to me was the score of the North, the Andrew Pattonsburg game last week. Did that score shock you any?
3: Um, yeah, so I picked uh, Pattensburg to win that game, and North Andrew came out and won seventy-four to 38 um, Unfortunately, uh, I've had a game of the week or a game that I've went to and kind of picked. Um, I went to four over the first uh, three weeks, and I'm one of three in those picks. The only one I got right was the South Valley holfe north County, but uh, Livingston win weeks uh, one and two, and then also last week with Pattensburg losing North Andrew. Not doing on those picks, but uh, North Andrew just came out it was a wet, muddy field over there in Pattonsburg. Kind of negated their speed a little bit. But also, North Andrew had a game plan for them that was really good. They ran the ball down their throats. And everyone has a plan until you get knocked to the mouth. That's what North Andrew did to Pattonsburg, And Pattonsburg got knocked in the mouth. They weren't able to get up and recover from that. I talked to Coach Cabrera after the game for Pattensburg, and he was like, I have some tough kids, but we played North Andrew And they just weren't up for that task yet. He's hoping his team learns from that this week going into King City and playing St. North County on the stretch here as well for Pattonsburg. That was a very surprising outcome and how well North Andrew just kind of dominated that game from start to finish.
0: Well, Devin, before we let you go here, anything you want to plug? Um, I, by the way, I appreciate the – I got a chance to listen to your uh, week three preview, and um, I appreciate the plug on your podcast. I really do. Anything that you want to plug this week, the podcast, um, the website, anything?
3: um so you can just follow me um on facebook and twitter it's just moe and football for both of those we post a lot of stuff there we'll have a week three uh the week four scoreboard up as well on the facebook page at to the top so you guys can check out the scores there and i try to post some stats usually um on friday morning i'll post this the weekly updates of the stat leaders for the season and standings and stuff like that so a lot of good information going out there and yeah it's just podcast i really appreciate what you did uh, last week have me and anthony on and then also if you guys haven't already listened to Clifton, all the interviews he had with all the coaches, I listened to them all last week because I had to get my fill in a little bit. A lot of good interviews there with the 20-some coaches you did an Eight man. I love that because the whole reason I started uh, the Mo Eight Man football stuff was to cover the teams that got less coverage a little bit. And what you were doing there and what Anthony Crane does as well, uh, does a great job in getting these kids the um, attention they kind of deserve there on the field. And that's why I gave a nice little shout out there. And I appreciate you having on me on here so I can... Uh, share what I know about eight man football with your listeners. Well
0: absolutely. You are one of the best eight man football. You guys are you guys are two of the best. of. Um, it's not a problem to have you both on um, it was definitely great. Definitely I'm um, building those relationships with those eight man coaches. All of them were very, very nice. Shout out to those of you who let me interview you last week. Real, really appreciate it. Thank you so much again. Um definitely um eight man football this week big game Mount, Mount City of Southwest Livingston Devin will be there. You can check that out and um Anything eight-man football, you can follow Devin. Um, follow the po- Straight Up Sports podcast, um, eight-man football Twitter, all that stuff. Definitely check him out if you are a big eight-man football fan there. Devin, thank you so much for coming on the podcast once again. And um, I hope that's a good game this week.
3: I'm hoping so, too. I've, I've been pretty lucky this year. Um, so far, uh, with the late addition last few week, with the Rich Hill-Jasper game on Saturday afternoon, they announced that game at 2.30 on Saturday, and they played at 7.00. So I, was, I made my way down there for that. So through the first three weeks, I saw five games, and now I'm looking to see two more games this week. I'm going to go over Concordia on Saturday to see them in St. Paul Lutheran. So I'm going to have seven games through four weeks of eight-man football. I can't ask for anything better, and i see a lot of great games and a lot of good coaches and a lot of good players on the field. So I'm really blessed to do that and um, having fun covering this sport this year as long as we can with everything going on. Well, Devin
0: Albertson, ladies and gentlemen, Straight Up Sports Podcast, Up and check that out. Devin, thank you so much for coming on.
3: Thanks for having
0: me. That was Devin Albertson. It's always a pleasure to have him on the show. That actually ends our third segment. We're going to get into our fourth segment, which is the Kansas segment. We're writing out all the scores and the schedules, and we'll talk to our man Johnny Kane about all the biggest games in Northeast Kansas. That is coming up soon.